Hi, I'm Reina, Christian Money Mindset and Fun Money Habit Coach, and welcome to the Fun Money Habit Podcast. You will not be able to steward money wisely, earn without fear, and go to the next level financially if you believe that money is evil and being wealthy is bad. Let's talk about money from a biblical perspective and learn what the Bible says about it so you can reach your personal finance goal while keeping your heart on Jesus. If you are a Christian female entrepreneur who wants to seek God's first, earn more without fear, leave that tree, build up your saving and make an impact, you are in the right place. It's time to uncover the limiting belief and the self-sabotaging habits that are keeping you stuck financially and let God heal your relationship with money. So grab your Bible, a pen and paper, and let's do this. Today, I want to share the season I have been in and the very important lessons I have learned as a faith-filled business entrepreneur. I have learned my lesson the hard way and the wilderness season took longer than needed because of my disobedience, distraction and unconscious shift of my heart posture. The question we will answer is, are you holding on to your earthly treasure too tight? If so, it's time for a heart check as a woman of faith. First, like me, you love God and you want to be obedient. I'm sure your goal is to do God's will in your life, your finance and your business. Our spirit is willing, but our flesh is weak. We fall short so easily and we won't be perfect until Jesus comes back. But if we are not careful, distraction and the things of this world can take over our heart, mind and change the direction of our life. So today I want to talk to you about what it's like to hold on to earthly treasure too tight. Why do we even do it when we love God so much? And then what can we do for a heart check toward the end as well? How do you know if you are holding on to your earthly treasure too tight? You are when your earthly treasure like money, success, your business, a person, an app, or even your accomplishment take over your life. It takes over your schedule. It becomes your priorities and slowly distract you from the will of God and diminish your thirst to know him with all your heart. Let me give you several examples that I have seen in myself and clients. Let's see if you can relate in any way. Taking a day off from your business is hard and having Sabbath feel like a chore. You find it difficult to fully be present with your family or with God. Your mind is consumed by your business and the next income goals. Your to-do list take over your quiet time with God. Your prayers are mainly focused on business growth, business strategy, new clients and new opportunities. When your business is not to the level you want, you are depressed and very irritable. You get triggered and feel envious and jealous of other entrepreneurs who are doing well. You start comparing yourself and putting yourself down for not accomplishing more. Social media has become your go-to for satisfaction and gratification. You always want to buy the next best thing. Keeping a certain appearance and a certain level of lifestyle is very important to you, even if you can't afford it. You are obsessed with pleasing people and their praises. If you say yes to any of these statements, your business, your appearance, or money, or success, 
or all of the above may have become an idol in your life. God says that where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Yes, worshipping an idol is not just worshipping a little statue, but it's worshipping anything that is taking over God's place in your heart. That's a very dangerous place to be because God said, you shall not have no other God before me. So when you look at your timetable, the way you spend your money, what you listen to, what you watch and who you are with, do you have the right priorities? I know you love God and I do too, but our flesh is weak. Like Paul, he knew what he ought to do, but he could not do it. So the question is, why do we want to hold on so tightly to our earthly treasure when we love God? The reason we are holding on to those earthly treasure is because we crave comfort, approval, acceptance, and to be loved. But the problem is that we tend to look for those things outside of God. I'm sure you can relate with this. Having X amount of money in your bank account makes you feel secure. Receiving comments, likes, and private messages on your social media makes you feel so good. People commenting on your appearance make you feel amazing. Reaching your money and business goal is satisfying. Making other people happy brings you joy. All of the above may not be bad until it becomes your master and take over God's place in your heart. We tend to put our hope and our trust in the thing of this world, but those things like God says, money has wings, it will disappear. But do you want to know why we do it? It's easy to love the things of this world because we can see it, we can touch it, we can feel it, and we can buy the things we love with money. But what you need to know is that money, our accomplishment, a person, and things will only give you a false sense of joy, security, comfort, and satisfaction. You know, what we do with our money in our business may start with great intention, but if we are not careful, distraction can shift our heart slightly and that will change our main focus. That is why it's so important to have wise counsel so that they can tell you when something has shifted because it can happen so slowly and you won't even notice it. Satan is so good at twisting the truth and in minimizing sin. I mean, there's sins everywhere, on TV, on the radio, everywhere you look, even on social media. You may be thinking that you are doing the right thing, listening to the right messages, but soon enough you'll find out that you have fallen into sin with behaviors like jealousy, covetousness, bad temper, love of money. And it all started because of that craving for the things of this world, for the approval of others. And that craving was bigger than wanting to love God with all your heart or wanting to be obedient and serving Him. I know because I was there more than once as a new Christian and then again in late 2021. This is what happened. Family, health, personal life was not going so well. The business was growing. I had money coming in from different sources, dividend, high yield saving account, my French conversation coaching and my money coaching. Beginning of 2021 felt exciting. Most of my clients and new opportunities came from my original fun money habit Instagram account. So with one platform working well, 
I didn't bother working on building an email list or a Facebook group or working on my website. That was a big mistake. Then end of 2021, God put a seed in my mind to start a podcast. But I did nothing about it because of fear. And with my personal and family problem, I felt too busy, too tired. I couldn't even do Bible study at the home group I was going to. So I could not even imagine learning podcasting. It just felt too much. So instead of listening to God, I kept working on my original Instagram account. I wanted to be obedient, but at the same time, I wanted to do things my way because I was too scared to serve him in the way he just asked me to. Long story short, the past two years has been very tough. Many of the source of income stopped, like pretty much all at once. It was scary. And at the end of May 2022, Instagram canceled the Fun Money Habit Instagram account. That is why now, because I couldn't get the name back, my Instagram is called Christian Money Mindset. They canceled my account on a Friday and for a week or two I felt lost and borderline depressed. This is during that pity party that I realized that my Instagram account and how other people saw me had become my idol. I was so upset because I let myself believe that my identity was wrapped up in my performance and how people perceived me. I was a real mess in my head. Plus, I felt so guilty and like a fraud because I teach about mindset and biblical principle. I should have known better. I had no idea why Instagram canceled my account, but I know now that God used it for my good. I got so focused on getting things right, on wanting to be the best coach to help more, on doing all that I could to please God until it was too uncomfortable, that I was fueled by my performance and what other people thought of me rather than listening to God, being obedient to what he asked me to do and leaning on the one who gave me my assignment in the first place. Instead, I tried to do it all on my own. You know also what I realized? I was meeting with God daily, but my prayer routine late 2021 had become more of a ritual than a real relationship with God where he could truly check my heart. Plus, I was meeting with God because of what I knew he could do for me, not for who he was. And I'm really sorry about that. I was disobedient, distracted by the praise of the world, that I have lost sight of what was most important, being in the presence of God and loving him above all else. Things are still not the way I would like them to, but God is good and he's working on my overachieving and my craving to be loved by others and my people-pleasing behavior. I am a work in progress. In June, I prayed, I fasted, I repented for my disobedience and my behavior. And then I asked God to reveal anything that have taken over his place in my heart. I had no clue what I needed to do at this stage, but I felt so much peace. During that difficult season in my life, I kept reading Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. Like a sheep, I don't have to know the way. I just need to have confidence that God will lead me to the green pasture and quiet water for his name's sake. By this stage, I had no business presence online, nothing. But God got me connected with an amazing kingdom entrepreneur called Gail, who asked me to be a guest speaker at her summit because God gave her my name. That was a miracle for me. I spoke at the summit with 
29 other amazing speakers, such as Heather from the Seek God CEO, Jim Baker, Wealth with God, Pat Quinn, and so many others. It was my first summit. God did what only God can do. He can take you exactly where he wants you to be at the perfect time when you let him lead the way. That summit in September gave me the confidence that the season of my life right now, I am meant to coach about biblical money mindset and good financial stewardship, despite the thought that I was not good enough to coach anymore because of my mistake and how my heart shifted earlier in the year. That season of my life taught me more ways of renewing my mind on focusing on God and on trusting Him. And again, He's using my mess for His glory. My personal and family life situation are not resolved yet. I still haven't got all my stream of income back and running. But I'm so grateful for the journey, the pruning and the hardship. I'm sharing my story now because my problems are not fixed. I don't have the financial blessing I prayed for, but this is part of the lesson I needed to learn and the one I want you to learn too. Nothing is impossible for God. He can change my situation and yours in an instant. However, like me, I need you to learn to go to God because you want to enjoy time with Him and get to know Him more, know His heart and character. Be still and quiet, just being grateful for that moment. I find that I was too quick to go to God with a list of demands and want, a bit like a spoiled kid, I guess. It's okay, you know, to go to God for help with business strategy, finance and everything, of course, but I want you and I to learn to love God more than the blessing, the wisdom we know that he can give us. Sometimes we should go to God just to be with God, then choose another time to pray for all our needs, but seek God first. I'm learning so much about surrendering and trusting him and being quiet. (laughs) That's not easy. I feel a bit like the Israelite, you know. They did what was good and then they went the wrong way. Then God disciplined them and took them back in. I can totally relate with that. And I can only tell you how God is amazing. Every day his grace abounds. His mercy is new every morning. Praise the Lord for he is good, patient and mighty. Now, what about you? How's your heart? Is it broken, messy, divided? Are you in a season where your business, finance, performance had taken over your mind, your heart and your action? If so, it's time to look at your heart too and the reason why you seek God. The good news is that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and he rescued those whose spirits are crushed. That's Psalm 34, 18. Now, we can't expect God's provision, grace, and faithfulness without Jesus. So first, has your heart accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior? Romans 10, 9, 10 said, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Then the two most important comments for us are, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your strength, all your mind, and all your soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. That's Luke ten twenty nine. Guarding our heart and our mouth is so challenging, right? But it must be done. 
There are so many passages in the Bible that talked about our heart, our eyes, our mouth and feet because what you desire, what you watch, what you say and what you do play a big part in the way you will live your life. For the mouth speak what the heart is full of. So I would like to read several passages now which are very self-explanatory and I'm hoping that it will give you a good picture of what you need to do to guard your heart and keep God's first. I'm going to be using the New Living Translation and I will put all the verses in the show note because I want to be able to just read the Word of God and make it flow. So here is the Word of God. Pay attention to what I say. Turn your ears to my word. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flow from it. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Grant me a purity of heart so that I may honor you. With all my heart I praise you, O Lord my God. I will give you glory to your name forever. Give me understanding and I will obey your instruction. I will put them into practice with all my heart. Make me walk along the path of your command, for that is where my happiness is found. Give me an eagerness for your laws rather than a love of money. Turn my eyes from worthless things and give me life through your word. Reassure me of your promise made to those who fear you. Help me abandon my shameful ways, for your regulations are good. I long to obey your command. Renew my life with your goodness. That was the word of God. I pray God will reveal anything that is keeping you from having a closer relationship with Him, that is taking over your heart. I pray that God will open your eyes to His amazing grace and goodness. I pray your feet will be led by the word which is a lamp to your path. I pray your mouth will worship and praise him every day. And I pray that you will remember that your identity is not based on what you do nor your net worth, but your identity is based on who you are in Christ. I pray God will unite your heart and I pray you will read God's word and practice it too. The journey will not be easy, but take heart. God is for you and God is with you. Let's together serve him, love him and love others. Let's seek the kingdom of God above all else. Not copy the behavior and the custom of this world, but let God transform us into a new person by changing the way we think. So that's us for today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I hope that my mess will be a message and a reminder to go to God, not for what we know he could provide, but for who he is and also with that grateful heart for what he has done through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So thank you for being on this journey with me. You have a great day. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know by leaving a review and don't forget to share the podcast so others can find it too. If you're ready to steward your money wisely and shift your money mindset, jump on a free call so you can get some clarity on what you should be doing next to reach your money goal, become financially confident and honor God. I cannot wait to talk to you. It's time to create fun money habit, let go of your money blocks and let God heal your relationship with money. But remember, true wealth is found in Christ alone. Have a blessed day.